these people out here, man. What's going on, man? I know I got some moderators out there. I know you got some moderators out here in the comment section, man. You gotta, gotta get these fools out of here, man. Who who can moderators out there? Don't let me go check and see who moderators out there, man. Who can moderators out there, man? <laughs> these dudes out here, man. What are they talking about naked being alone? <laughs> we got 141 in here, man. Make sure y'all hit the like button and share for us, man. Uh, we got 140 in here, man. We're gonna get this thing popping. Uh, first thing first, scrolling at the bottom and pinned at the top already. So already pinned at the top. Seven eight six four five. You want to get down with IOD squad? We had a few people sign up today. Uh, if you want to get down with IOD squad, um, that's investor die for the people who 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 are a little confused and like, why are you talking about investing? I come in and listen to McCain's. Man, listen, man, I'm D. We talk about everything from Bitcoin to ball in here. I've gotten to the conclusion that our kids, they run fast enough. They jump fast enough. One thing they don't have are financial skills. or don't know what to do with the money. So we're going to talk about a little bit of all of it. I feel a duty. So we're going to talk about everything from Bitcoin to ball in here like we've been doing for the last year or so. Um, so jump off of here with us, man. That's investor dive. We talk about crypto and NFTs, and we drop our NFTs. They get first dibs on the NFTs, um, all of that stuff. One crazy two. See, we don't get into the media today, today, man. We talked to Devante Citizen. We talked to Kobe Young. It's the first time we ever saw these kids. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into that today. We're going to get to that today. But two things, two things stuck out to me. <laughs> today, um, and I'm and, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna bring my boy Rich in here in a second. But t- two things stuck out to me today. Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys. Since we're talking about we're talking about investing, we're gonna start off real fast. And take a a, a real quick look. Got 158 in here. Hit the like button for us, man. And hit the subscribe button and the alert bell next to it. Real flat, we're going to take a quick look at why being in the game of investing, you know what I'm saying? You got to be in the game. We're looking at a stock real fast. This is the daily chart. Each one of these bars equals a day. That was today. It was yesterday. That was Friday. Friday, the stock was $70. Today, the stock hit $2,500. Now, I know I got some smart people in the comment section. I got Rich in the back. He's working on his master's. I don't even know what percent that is. This is a stock. This is not even an option play. I'm going to take it to you again. That first bar is one day. That second bar was yesterday. And the third bar is Friday. Friday, the stock was $100. I'm going to get Rich in here with me on this one. Rich. Yo, what's up? What's up? We talked about this in the member section and in, in, in IOD squad, right? We, yeah. We posted, yeah. The Friday, the, Friday, the stock was $70. I don't know, $70. $74 Friday. Kyle Grace got on the phone. He called me. He said, Street, man, this stock don't went crazy, bro. This is crazy. This stock was 
$4 a couple of days ago, now it's $70. The same stock hit $2,500 a day. Rich, I ain't got no calculator. I don't even know what I don't even know what that is, Rich. Man, uh, me, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to check that out myself. So some $70 <laughs> from $70 to $2,500. I'm saying that to say that this was an IPO. So this was a stock that just jumped on the market. It was, it, so basically it IPO'd a few days ago. It entered the market a few days ago. You have, this doesn't happen. Okay. It happens a lot, but you don't catch all of them because you don't see all of them, okay? But you have to be in the game in order for this to happen to your money. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, you got to be in the game. So you got to be in the game. You got to be watching it. You got to be on ILD squad asking questions to even have a chance for your money to do anything like that. I don't care if you had $100 on this stock. Your $100 would be a lot of money. I don't feel like doing absolutely. the math right now. <laughs> you say, Rich, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I was trying to do the math. I think it's like twenty eight hundred percent if I'm if I'm right. <laughs> so now listen, listen. Now IOD Squad, I mentioned this stock Friday when Cal brought it up. So it was in there. It was in there, and any one of these guys could have jumped in it. You know what I'm saying? Any one of them could have brought some of it. It was $70. They could have brought one. Okay? Any one of them could have jumped in. Any one of them could have jumped inside of it and could have jumped in it. Then yesterday, I mentioned it again. Yesterday, it was $500. And then it ran up another five times. I know from $500 to $2,500 is, is 500%. So I, don't, I know a lot of y'all don't understand the percentages and, and, <laughs> and all of that stuff. But listen, bro. But you got to be in it to win it, man. So 786-405-9499. Um, 786-405-9499. Uh-oh, we got X in the back with us, though. So we're going to drop X up in this thing. Um, 786-405-9499. We're going to go through a couple of these interviews. Uh, but X just dropped this in our in our group chat. And this was interesting to me. And we're going to bring X in here with me on this. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, fellas? You dropped oh, this in the group on? chat a, a minute ago, dog. What's that? Oh, um, yeah, because you've been, you been talking about that for like... <laughs> <laughs> this was so interesting to me when he dropped it because I've been saying, me, us, and Gabby today, Gabby called, what do you call Urban Meyer today? The legend? Yeah. The GOAT. We were saying, okay, coaches with fast starts. And I always bring up Urban Meyer, right? Urban Meyer started fast twice. I started doing some research. Man, listen, Urban Meyer went to two schools, man, and, and jumped right out the box, man, winning. They didn't X always hit me with the same cliche, the same cliche comment. He had a good, he took over a good team. Like, he the only coach that ever took over a good team. <laughs> he took over a good team, though. But look, who, but look who else got 24 wins, huh? I mean, do we do we want to put Larry Coker at, in a good coach category? I would, but, I mean, I know the fans, you know, a lot of fans don't think Larry Coker was worth anything. They, they don't think he's worth anything? Nah, I would put him in a, um, I put him in as a good coach because even, even though it's hard, it's hard to coach and win 24 consecutive games. That's two years worth of games. 
So what? Wait, wait one second. So Rich, your percentage was right. Two hundred man. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? It was. Was it right? Was that right? Yeah, that was. That was pretty spot on. But so yeah, but that was that's interesting that another so most consecutive wins to start a new head coach position. Twenty-four for Urban Meyer, twenty-four for old Larry Coker. Yeah, twenty-four for Urban Meyer, twenty-four for Larry Coker. Um I think you know, everybody say, Well, you know, Larry Coker took over a team that was already built. Yeah, 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 we know that. But it's still he's still the head coach. He still has to coach that team. You know what I'm saying? Um it ain't it ain't that easy to just walk out there and be a head coach of a team, especially with a team that like like how you want was like that team. I don't know. I'm not gonna say they had so many different egos, but egos. But just just look. You had you started off with the offense. You had Ken Dorsey. Um, you got Jeremy Shockey. You got Clinton Porter's. Um, uh, Brian McKinney. You know, um, Andre Johnson was only a sophomore, but you know he still was like, hey, he's a he's a dog. You know what I'm saying? You have um, what was the center name? Um, Joaquin Gonzalez. I mean, well, he was center, but Brent Brent Robert was the center. Joaquin Gonzalez was he was on his uh, offensive line. Um, that's we just talking. That's his offense. You know, then defense. You say you got Airy, you got um. William Joseph on the D line, he was a senior. You got uh, Mike Rump, you got Philip Buchanan, you got James Lewis, uh, Fitzpatrick, um, Jonathan Vilma. I think he was a sophomore. DJ Williams was a sophomore. Right. Um, so you got all these kids who really they played on a team last year that thought they should have went to the national championship. You know what right. I'm saying? So the coach leaves and. You kind of want to keep the same chemistry of what's going on. Guess who's on that staff? Coach Larry Coker. You know what I'm saying? So he steps up and becomes a head coach, and it just it just gels so well from um uh yeah that 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 season it just gels so well. So in order for him to win 24 consecutive games, that's that's not easy. Like, <laughs> think it's right. easy, not right, right. Um, so, the, <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting, though, like that it comes right back to the Kings that the other coach with twenty-four consecutive wins is Larry Coker, and here we go. <laughs> so we in, we in rare air, basically. <laughs> we always in rare air, man. We still got the most home wins, consecutive wins. Um, I think we still number one, or maybe we tied with the consecutive. Um, all um, total wins in the row. What is it, like thirty four? I think thirty thirty four. I think uh, it's us and uh, USC had tied it, but I guess since they took the uh, the championship or whatever from them, they they stopped that. You know, so yeah, you and, you and basically got records like that, like you know, um, thirty four consecutive wins, fifty six consecutive home wins. 24, Larry Cooper got 24 consecutive wins as a first-time head coach. Um, yeah, you got some records. Right. All right, so listen, we're going to listen to uh, – one, one thing that was real interesting, we're going to listen to um, Skinner for a minute here, but uh, 
Barry Jackson asked Skinny, and shout out to Dre Shannon for becoming a member, man. Dre Shannon trying to get ready for the season, dog. I feel you. Barry Jackson asked Skinner. Now I get this question right because X was standing there too. We both looked at each other like, God. Barry Jackson asked Skinner, straight face, how hard was it to tell Saban no? I don't even know how we should say this because now I don't want to give that guy and I don't want to give him any more fuel. Say it. Say it. Barry Jackson asked Skinner, um, uh, what it was? Oh, um, uh, how easy, I mean, how many know how easy it's becoming to steal players from Bama? No, no, when Emmanuel Navarro asked him that, Barry oh, Jackson yeah. asked him, yeah. Barry Jackson asked him, asked him, how hard you say, how hard was it to tell Bama, how hard was it to tell Saban no? And and then he said, I forget what the second one was, but the second one cut deep, and then he was like, Was he mad at you? And I was like, what do you mean was he mad at you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, right. he, he was like, no, he wasn't mad at me. But he, but Skinner was basically like, and, and we may, I may have it on video. I may have it on, I may have it somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I can try to see if I can find it. Skinner was like, um, basically, Miami had more athletic tight ends in the past. And um, he, he chose to come here because of a business decision. He felt we had more athletic tight ends. But let's, we're going to listen to Skinner. We're going to listen to Skinner for a second. Because Skinner. Skinner can speak very well, bro. Skinner speaks very well. So, yeah. so look, look, let's, let's, here we go. 45 to 50. Well, right now, two, three years from now, when you're starting to think about the NFL, 250. No, I see myself about 245, 250. Well, right now, I'm, I'm trying to chase the goal of 235. Personal goal I set myself with the strength coach. I mean, I want to get about 235 for the season. So, I mean, I have that little bit of bulk. Just right. bigger hits. Yeah, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. It's hot and pain. Yeah. <laughs> In the role that maybe you'll play this season, whatever it is, inside, outside, you know, whether you're on the lining of the tight end block, how much do you expect to block? How much have they told you to be prepared to block? They hadn't really told me anything. I told them, it's like, whatever you throw at me, I'll be ready to go. I mean, I mean, because football's not a game where you where who, who's the best. It's about who can fit the best situation. So, I mean, like, that's what I told my coaches. They told me, it's like, I told them, like, I'm not expecting to start. That's not what I expected. I, I see these older guys, these veterans that know the game. I'm willing to learn from them to watch them. So me being have, being blessed to have these guys like Will, Elijah, Dom, Robbie, and Khalil in my corner, they got to help me out with anything. So those are my guys, those are my brothers. So, man, I'm just happy to have them guys in my corner. And then, like, this blocking thing, like, that's something that we spent countless hours on. Why is this staff so good at pulling guys away from Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so good at pulling guys away from Alabama? <clears throat> I know these guys. I mean, our coaches got some real good charm. I'm just like that. They got they got charm. All of them do. They got they're all good people. Do the IMG high school kids ever reach out to you? Do, do they reach out to you before the they make the decision to commit and, and say, "Hey, actually, pointers, anything?" I mean, all the time. All the time. I mean, like, they know I'm a guy that's been through recruiting loop a lot. So I mean, like, they know. I know a little bit of the ins and outs of things, and they, they reach out to me any help. I'm just happy to give it to them. Yeah. Uh, what did IMG do for your career? You left from South Carolina, then you went over to IMG. What, what, what did it what did it do for your career? For IMG took my career to another level, being 
not a guy who just dominated one state and took guys who play this national schedule and play different guys in different states everywhere. And I feel like that prepared me for college because being away from my family, being away from everybody, just being me at IMG showed me that I got to be my own person. And, like, me coming to Miami, that wasn't a huge transition at all. It was just me moving from IMG to Miami. How your dad feel about your decision being in Miami now? I only spoke before you got here. Yeah, my dad loved every day. He loved every day. Yeah. All right, man. Zio's been appreciated. Two, three years from now when you're starting to think about the NFL? Two, three from now, I see myself about 245, 250. But right now, I'm, I'm trying to chase a goal of 235. Personal goal I set myself with the strength coach. I mean, I want to get about 235 before the season. So, I mean, I have that little bit of bulk. Right. Yeah, I'm going to lose too. weight. It's yeah. hot in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Anything stuck out there to y'all, bro? Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Dickie knew the eggs. How much do you expect? Oh, um, Anything stuck out there? Well, um, the one thing I noticed about him, and I think um, you can speak the same way about the IMG kids, is they, you know, I guess, you know, IMG prepare those kids for, for interviews. Like, most yeah. of the IMG kids are prepared, well prepared when it comes to interviews already. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. So, um,. Anything, anything stuck out to you, Rich? I mean, just like X said, you know, IMG prepares the kids well. And then on top of that, he has, he's like super regimented, super goal oriented as well. So that, that kind of stuck out to me too. So, so he kind of, he's ahead of the curve when it comes to that. I, I, and I don't want to say anything. Well, I'm not going to say the name, but I heard a, uh, I heard a, um, uh, I was I was on a space and heard a, a a player talk that that was a senior plus. Let's put it that way. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think they, they they could not do the same type of interview that this young man could give as a freshman. Right. Let's put it that way. Right, 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 right. Uh, this was kind of stuck out to me when he said, um, "They told you be prepared to block." They hadn't really told me anything. I told them, it's like, whatever you throw at me, I'll be ready to go. I mean, I mean, because football is not a game where you where who, who's the best. It's about who can fit the best situation. So, I mean, like, that's what I told my coaches. They told me, it's like, I told them, like, I'm not expecting to start. That's not what I expected. I, I see these older guys, these veterans. His mindset, kind of kind of uh, like a Troy right. Brown. Um, they told him, like, they didn't tell me nothing. I told them. <laughs> you know much. what I'm saying? Yeah, they didn't tell me nothing. I told them, you know what I'm saying, that that, that I'm ready for whatever. Um, a very mature, mature approach, a mature approach to um, to to the whole thing. Let me see. We got a couple here. We got we got young Kobe Young right here, man. Hey, let's see what Kobe talking about. Six four. How much you? Uh, right now. Two. I can't even hear Kobe Young. How tall are you? Uh, six four. How much you? Uh, right now, 217. And you always. This is Kobe Young, Juco wide receiver that came over real back on it. When I interviewed Lonzo, Lonzo was like, Yeah, we got some guys at wide receiver, man. We got a Juco wide receiver we just got today. And listen, the guy wasn't nowhere in the building. Like, he was a. <laughs> like, they hadn't even mentioned him in the. They haven't even mentioned him in the media. You know what I'm saying? They, he was like, You got a guy. We just got this guy today. But here's Kobe. Here's Kobe Young. You know, wide receiver. I'm uh, you know, Kobe Young. Kobe Young, how tall are you? Uh, six four. How much you? Uh, right now, two seventeen. Have you always been a wide receiver? 
Uh, I played quarterback in the Mountain Modified around seventh to eighth grade. I switched coming into eighth grade. Uh, I'm coming in my 10th grade year, I switched to quarterback. Um, you switched from quarterback to wide receiver? Yes, sir. Um, you ever miss playing quarterback? No, no. Uh, every play, but quarterback, those quarterbacks take it to the next level. You know, you got to know every position on the field, how every defensive guy. I give those, Tyler, I give him all the credit in the world, and he's a great quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Binghamton, New York. Binghamton, New York? Yeah. It's basketball, right? Yes, sir. Yeah? But you played football? Yes, sir. Yeah? Are you good at basketball, too? Uh, yeah, I played basketball. I finished my senior year playing basketball going into that COVID year. Uh, we went, we've had a good, a pretty good season, you know, we were like 14 and three. So yeah. we were pretty good at basketball, but football has always been my heart. I got brothers that always play football. And I just look up to them at the most. So we always played in the backyard playing football. <laughs> Tyree Stevens from behind me, man. Yes, sir. Um, you haven't had, have you had to go up against Tyree yet? Uh, I, I went up against a couple times in yeah. uh, 707, but. Easy, uh, easy, easy hard work. All our teammates are great. All our teammates are great athletes, you know. None of it's hard work. I mean, those are the hardest guys you should be able to face against. So, just great work at all times. Kobe, what's, what's one of the biggest things you could take away at being at this program? It's just the family, the, how together we are. I've never been to a program where we took the whole team paintball and they're going to the water park. That's just amazing. Just we're all together. Um, how do you feel coming into this season, you know, being a bigger wide receiver? How do you feel like you can contribute to the ball? Uh, I feel like everybody can contribute. I feel like I can take the game, take the deep ball factor into it. And then... I can't even hear with Kobe Young. Kobe Young, how tall are you? Uh, 6'4". How much are you? Uh, right now, 217. Tyreek Ty Stevens just came up and started interviewing him. That's out of the blue. I don't know what the heck was going on. I thought um, he was interviewing everybody. But that's Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Young. We heard a lot about this kid. He say he's 6'4". How much you say he weigh? Like 217. 217. Yeah. Have you always been a wide receiver? How tall are you? 6'4". How much you weigh? Uh, right now, 217. Do we know why he ended up in, in Juco? I think somebody asked him, you know, the question, the answer he gave kind of threw me off. We know how, how, did, he, how did he get his, how did he get in Juco? X, you said something? Oh, X, you went mute again on us. You unmute yourself, X. Oh, my bad. What'd you say? Yeah. Do we know how he ended up in Juco? No, I didn't. Um, I thought about X that, but I, I, I kind of just... Somebody asked him. Somebody asked him, and, and his answer kind of threw me off. I didn't really understand his answer. Oh, no, nah, I didn't even hear that part. I mean... When 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 I was walking over, I thought about saying, "Oh, what you know? What made you? I mean, what happened to you going the JUCO route?" But um, I just like, nah, he here now. Nah, it don't matter. <laughs> so he here now. Nah, it don't matter. Yeah. Um, we talked to. Uh, we talked to Melo. Um, we talked to Keontra Smith. We talked to um. Oh man, I got I got. Some good stuff about Henry Parrish, man. Um, unfortunately, my phone ended up uh, switching, and then now it looks like it's it's playing it sideways, so I can't post it. I just probably post um, some quotes um, later from from it. But I think he, he, yeah, I think Paris 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 probably was one of the best ones. Um, I mean, for me today. Yeah, 
to talk to hearing parents? Why, why you say that? Um, just you know, okay, just ask him questions, man. He just seems like he's so focused. Um, <laughs> so focused, um, ready for the season. Um, you know, I, I asked, we asked him about, um, you know, yeah, the running back room is loaded. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you leave from Ole Miss to play in the SEC. Right. Um, he says it. He's like, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's, it's different because those players are actually big and fast. You know, they can run with you. He likes, right. so, but he's focused, man. He say, man, he's just happy to be back um, home to play in front of friends and family members. Um, um, he also said that it, it was kind of hard for his families to get to the games. You know, like, um, yeah, it's not just easy. I'm gonna run it. I got it right here. I'm gonna run it. Any, I, got, I got some of it right here. I'm gonna run it. Anything you picked up from Kobe Young, Rich? Um, well, I, he. This is just personal, but he, he got kind of a baby face. He do. So so he don't look like the killer that they say he was, right? Nah, man, he, he don't he don't look like that. Of course, well spoken again, but um, you know, <laughs> hopefully he plays well. Yeah, he don't look like the killer they say he is, but we know that don't mean a thing. True, <laughs> that don't mean a thing. Some of these kids, some of these kids switch it on and switch it off. Right. Um, when they when they step on that field. So that definitely doesn't mean a doesn't mean a thing. Um, let me see. We got Rooster right here. Yeah, Rooster was another good one. Rooster was another. Yeah, Parish. What you what you talking about, Rich? What you see? What you see, though? You see something? I, I'm, I was looking at your reels, man. Oh, but I can't help with them hookers put on them reels. <laughs> I know. I you know. Let's see. What's that? Well, I can't help with Travis. Oh, that, and that's Travis Lippard. He don't do nothing but put girls on the reel. I can't help with these. I can't help with these women put on their reels, man. Let's see. Um, so we got Rooster right there. We got and we got we gonna so we're gonna get into Henry Paris. We were just talking about Henry Paris. Let's get into Henry Paris. Um, Paris, what's going on, man? How you doing, So you ran for about five hundred yards in the SEC, right? Wait, wait, this is funny. I'm gonna set this up. So I'm asking him, listen, man. So you ran five hundred yards in the SEC. Is SEC what they say it is? This is big boy football. You're from Miami, man. Football is football, right? Right? Mm. <laughs> Watch what he say. Yeah. Is it? It's, it's, SEC is what people, you know what I'm saying? You're a smaller back. You got in there as, as a sophomore and did that? I got in as a, I got in as a, a few times as a freshman. Yeah? Yeah, but I really got my feet wet, like sophomore year. Yeah. It wasn't just football, football, because you grew up playing football in South Florida. The competition is just stellar down here, period. So you faced competition before you made the yeah, college. Exactly. So, so it's just football and football. SEC football is real like big boy football. Right? Nah, it is, dude. Like, <laughs> guys, like, big and fast, just like you. Like, yeah. it's like linemen. Be linemen, like, running the same speed as you. <laughs> that boy's corrected that real fast. That boy's saying, <laughs> boy say, nah, nah, nah. And be linemen just as fast as you in the SEC. So you really got to do it. It's like it's, it's it's a lot, so you just gotta really work and just keep your head straight. Right. How do you feel to be coming to the university of Miami? That's that's changed. It's the the, the whole everything has changed. This is not what it was 15 years ago. There's a lot of more resources, a lot more coaches. Tell us about the transition and how you feel about it. First, I see Coach Christopher. When he came in, he had to like you know he got a different standard. You know, everybody got to buy in. So I feel like Coach Coach Christopher set the standard and. Everybody just follow behind him and just, you know, we're going to win. Yeah. 
outside of you be back and play in your hometown? I see, well, it, it feel amazing because this one, this one I'm from, this is where I was born and raised, you know. So it's, it's like my family down the street, so it, it ain't nothing. Like, it, it's a miracle, like, and it make me feel good to where that, knowing my family down the street, and like, they could just come over anytime. And like, when I was far away, it was like kind of hard for them because it was like I was out of state, you feel me? So, like, for me to come back to Miami is like, it's no greater feeling. Man, you know, we have a long list of great running backs that came out previously. Um, are you excited to carry that? He said Lake Charles is of 220, 6'1. How big was Thad? <laughs> um, Thad was like 6'1, 230, 235. Yeah. 230? 240. Like, well, I mean, I say 235. 235. So, how big was Cheney? Do you know? Cheney coming in was like. 5'11", 6 foot, um, 210. Yeah. DJ, DJ said these kids better enjoy because he's starting next year. <laughs> what y'all think about that? I mean, hey, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how, how much um, people understand. Uh, I think Cheney is going to outwork every running back in the room, and that's just because I know what type of uh, worker Cheney is. So, did, did, did you see Cheney out there today? In practice and caps and stuff, Cheney is going to be that guy. But it's, it's staying healthy during the season. Right. So I, I like the I like the switch up. I mean, this is honestly, if you are running back. You should not even – I'm not going to say you should not. You do whatever you want. But I don't think that this climate that you're in for, you know, in terms of football is where you should be like, man, I'm going to be a 2,000-yard back. I think that's crazy. I think, look, man, if you can get 950, 11, 1,200 yards in a in a running back by committee type of situation where you got Parrish who, who can catch uh, passes out of the backfield – Rooster, who could do the same thing? Plus, he's tough. Um, I think, I think, it, you know, you could have a running back by committee and and have every last one of your running backs still get drafted. That's what right. you should shoot for. I think that's, really. I think that's what Gaddis um, plans to do. Um, use use three running backs. Um, you know, one of them will be one of them will get the bulk of the carries. You know, if you run the ball forty times a game. Um, one of them probably going to get around 25 carries, between 20 to 25, you know, um, and then they break it up with the other two, you know what I'm saying? So that leaves 15 carries, maybe one get nine or eight, and the other one gets seven or six, you know, stuff like that. Because um, I think it's going to be a real balanced offense. You know, if, if the ball is ran 40 times, they're probably going to throw the ball maybe between 25 to 30 times. So you should have a well balanced offense. Um, you just don't want to you don't want to wear your running backs out. You know what I'm saying? Because you got 12 games. Just imagine you do good and you super exceed the 12 where you have to go to the ACC championship. That's 13, and then you got another game for the bowl game. That's 14. So you definitely do not want to wear your running backs out. We've seen that happen so many times. You know. Um, 
reached at the end of the year, we just didn't know. <laughs> like, is he still going to make it? Because we, we ran him too hard. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that was the thing I said about Rooster. Like, we don't even need to give Rooster 20 carries a game. If you're going to no. give give Rooster 10 to 15 touches per game. That's it. That's 10, to, it. 10 to 20 touches. And when I mean touches, I mean put him on special teams. Let him return a punt. Let him return a kickoff. Let him catch five five passes out the backfield. Give him 10 runs. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. touch I'm talking about. And he can still be fresh instead of we giving him 20 to 25 touches and he's only running the ball and most of those runs going up the middle for like two yards. Yeah, his body going to be worn out. You know what I'm saying? So you give him, you free up, man. You free up space where now you can use three running backs um, and all could, all could be happy because at the same time, he's still getting touches at other on special teams and catching the ball out the backfield, stuff like that. So I think that's, yeah, um, that's exactly what I said. I said, man, Rooster could get like 900 yards rushing, 4 to 500 receiving, and maybe like 700 in special teams. That's that's a very productive year. He leaves and goes to the NFL, and he's going to get drafted because that's a very productive year for a running back. Exactly. Plus, plus, we we gotta remember too, um, Duke. When Duke got injured, it was because Duke was our secret weapon. We was like, it was like, what are we gonna do against FSU? Run Duke. That was our whole offense. <laughs> it was working in the first half too. Yeah, um, and, and, and Duke his freshman year and his sophomore year. You know, um, I think. Sophomore year, we kind of—I ain't gonna say we ran him into the ground. That, although that was, you know, that I think that was uh, a blatant. He tried to twist the man's ankle. You know what I'm saying? He still right. kind of—it was all Duke. You know, once Duke got hurt, everything was like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, what y'all gonna do now? You know what I'm saying? So now you got running backs you can use. Um, yeah, man, just. Use them, use them smart. You know what I'm saying? Don't wear. I, well, I'm not saying. I, I just know they're not gonna wear them out because again, when you get late in the season, you want to get to those the 13 and 14 game. You know what I'm saying? You must want your running backs to kind of still be good. One thing to think about when Sony, Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb both went over a thousand yards at UGA. I don't really I don't necessarily think Nick Chubb averaged 20, 20 carries per game and that was Nick Chubb. So cuz they rotated three backs. Right. So we could definitely do the same thing. Yeah, it could be done, man. Um you know, that's why I say I don't it doesn't I don't know who starts at running back. I pretty much don't care because at the end of the game it's most likely going to be who's hot. You know what I'm saying? We run the back been running the hardest that game. Exactly. Of course. So we got we got an update on Isaiah Walker. Uh, let me cut to a little. Miami transfer offensive line Isaiah Walker will be continuing his college career at Butler Community College. Huh. Juco. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Anything on this? I remember recovering this kid at our high school, Miami Northern X. I thought this kid was a goddamn star. He is. He is. I think you know. Um, I think what happened with him, man. Once he got to college, he realized that everybody else was stars too. 
and he needed to work harder, and he just didn't have it just yet. So, guess what? That happens, I would, that happens a lot. That's why. Question that I, I have would be: When did he enter the transfer portal? Um, like two months ago. That that might might be why he's going to a community college as well, because you wait that late in the game. You know what I'm saying, and and people already took, you know, the positions that they need out of the portal. Now you enter in the portal, it's it's already June. Then you you gonna you gonna, I mean, it's not a lot of teams that's 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 looking to take players when, you know, they're focused on, you know, get going into fall fall camp. I think he, you know, the the reason why he did go JUCO is because he wants to play. You know what I'm saying? He don't want to go to another school and sit. He wants to go and play. Just show everybody that he can still play football. So, I'm going to go Juco route because I know I'm going to play there. Everybody can see me and um, and we go, you know, go from there. Maybe I get a second chance at another top school. But I want to play. I don't want to transfer to such and such. And then, they, you know, I, I still got to try to battle to get on the field. Like, I should have stayed at you with if anything. You know what I'm saying? But, he wants to play. I know he wants to play. So, so shout out, shout out to Edrin James seven eight six four five nine four nine nine man. Uh, shout out to Sean Rounds with the ten dollars man. I almost missed that. These comments be going fast when the season starts. Sean, my bad. Shout out to Sean. Sean invested about three hundred, three hundred dollars in us in the week, man. Shout out to Sean for man putting his money where his mouth is. Um, but but also man, IOD squad seven eight six four five nine four nine nine. Send us a text if, if, if you're trying to figure out crypto investing, NFTs, anything of that nature. Um, uh, and if, right in the comment section, the, the link is right at the top in the blue. You can just click it, go in, get involved, um, and, and sign up. And I bring up IOD squad because Edrin James, Edrin James. It's, it's the epitome, bro, of, 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 of business. Um, if you go watch my interview with him, he talks about he got it from his grandma and his parents. But with, what he did with the Hall of Fame, right? We get players go through the Hall of Fame all the time, Rich, right? Yeah. But Edrin James, I'm going to take you out too. Maybe Edrin James. Me and Twan was trying to hunt Edrin James down and trying to get Edrin James in the interview was trying to get a CIA agent to sit down and, and interview him. I'm not even going to lie. You know what I'm saying? It was like it, it was it was it was hard. We finally got him in the corner. Uh, we finally caught him in Orlando. Three o'clock in the morning, I sat down, I interviewed him. He had a car, a Hall of Fame donk he was building. Um, and we was trying to ask him where was the car, Rich. <laughs> we asked him thirty different ways. Where's the car? Is it in Miami? Is it in this? And he just has a way of talking. You know what I'm saying? He has a way of talking to where it's like, yeah, hey, Twan, we didn't get nothing out of that. <laughs> this says what did he, what did he do with it? He turned it into the Hall of Fame car. He took it to the Hall of Fame. He had all the Hall of Fame people to sign the seats. Peyton Manning, everybody there, he got them to sign the seats. So I'm going to read you this. Ezra James Hall of Fame car, 1975, a Chevrolet Caprice. This is a don't, one of the don'ts, Trick Daddy made famous. Uh, did Trick Daddy make that famous? Am I getting... Trick ain't made that famous. Don't be oh, famous. Oh, damn. 
the 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 the, 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 the boy from the well, who what 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 who's always had the dunks, man? Sixty first and North is down to fifteen have all the boys used to have the dunks. But it was a big thing yeah. in the Miami in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? The 75, first, 72. First dogs and all them. Right. Edward James played in Indianapolis Coast 1999, 2005, becoming the team's all-time leader in the career rushing high, blah, 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 blah. The vehicle fee. Ed James was inducted into the Pro Hall of Fame in 2020. At his induction ceremony, James brought this vehicle to Canton, Ohio, for the celebration. The vehicle features signatures of various Hall of Fame players, including Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, Emmitt Smith, and Charles Woodson. It's a way for me to pay homage to South Florida culture. It's bigger than just riding a car. Edwin James has took this car. Let me see. I'm going to see if we can scroll through it. And now, now I started this off talking about investor die, right? Rich, you're a smart brother. You follow me. You see what Edwin James did, right? Yeah. <laughs> he took a moment. He took a moment. And he said, how could I capitalize on this moment other than these people handing me a yellow jacket? Mm-hmm. And what did he do, Rich? Put it in smart people words. Well, he <laughs> he he increased the value of the car. And for, here's, here's something you got to know. So, so if you think about surfing, the number one thing that you got to do in order to surf is you got to know how to paddle before the wave gets there. And mm-hmm. he went out on his own dime, had that car custom made, painted it, you know, to represent the Hall of Fame and everything else. And also, of course, to represent our culture. And when he did that, that's him investing in a product before the product has more value. So he then gets all of, you know, everybody who's in the Hall of Fame to sign the car. Um, and now that value instantly goes up. So if you are the Hall of Fame Shrine Committee or whatever, and you got all these signatures from decades of players that have, you know, been, you know, inducted into the Hall of Fame, you like this might be more valuable than anything we got in here because we we probably don't have that. Right. Plus, plus, if they just all signed a piece of paper as opposed to signing that car, there's no significance in the paper. But now, you know, that car, that being a don't, that represents South Florida. It represents where a lot of players come from who who go to the NFL. And it's a a symbol. And when you think about that, too, if if you're riding in a don't, you know, you also put that culture on the map, too, for a lot of people who are not familiar with that culture. So it's a lot of different um, different ways to look at what he did. And, yes, he capitalized on it. Yes, they probably gave him a check for it. But Yeah, shouts out to the homie Jit painted. He the one painted up, as you James don't. Who painted it? Okay. The homie Jit. You know, he got a um, paint shop in Opalaka. He painted, um, he be painting a lot of, you know, famous people don'ts, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the trick daddy, the, the trick daddy don't, the one that did catch on fire that time, that was, you know, um, Jet painted that. Actually, doing the Hall of Fame, um, I think Parade, if you, if they got a video, the guy that's riding in the car with Edwin James is Jet, he's the one that painted the car. 
Bro, listen, I bring this up because IOD investor die. Um, we talk about trading and NFTs and the value of things, right? Rich, we created these NFTs that yeah. have value. And um, this man took a moment, right? And was like, in this moment, you know what I'm saying? This jacket may be a lot, worth a lot of money. This may be a lot of money. But in this moment, how could I create something and capitalize off of it? Like, create something that symbolizes the moment and value. He created value. He did. He built he built the car, he owned the car, and created value through ownership, something that we don't do enough of ever. You feel me? Um, and it's just a, it's just a lesson, bro. Like it's just a lesson. It's okay to own something. It's okay to own something of value. It's okay to say, hey, this this is worth this much money. Who's willing to pay for it? It's okay. You don't got to be the only, always the person paying, right, Rich? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be. You don't. No, no, no. And that's that's and is the funny part. That's life in a nutshell. Like you. A lot sometimes you get people who win the lotto, but most of the time you you create value. You buy something low and you sell it high. You you and your value appreciates and that's where you make your money from. So that's an right. example of that. Right. Right. And on that note, bro, listen, I appreciate y'all, man. Um members, we're gonna put these interviews and these videos in the member section. Um so you guys can download them and watch them and, 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 and play smart when nobody else know what y'all are talking about because y'all watch videos and nobody else got to watch. Um, if you want to become a member, hit the join button down there. Um, I think it's like $4.99 or it may go up to $6.99 and $8.99, but it's $4.99 and $6.99 right now. Um, uh, X, you got anything you want to close with? You already told them how you felt about the day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing, man. Become members. Um, man, we trying to reach 15,000 um, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Go ahead. 15,000 on Twitter, though. We trying to, um, I mean, we trying to grow the, the, the IG page. <laughs> People to go follow. I mean, if you aren't following us already on IG, it's the same IG. exact name, Caneville 305. Caneville 305 on IG. Yeah. Tomorrow, don't forget tomorrow, man, seven already we on space. Uh, Rivals and X and um Caneville on Twitter tomorrow. Um Andrew James called me last week though. He he, he got something he got something he got surprised. He said something weird on the phone too. Like it didn't like it didn't say his name. It said something like uh I don't know, man. Uh no name, no name, but it said something. Hey, did you catch 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 with um? I don't know. He probably walked off with well, um, you know, Romello. I had Romello, and um, he had a message for Orlando Jones. What he said? He said, "Man, you know the West coming to whoop him." He said, "You know the little homie Tiger, Tiger coming up there to put numbers up." <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. I dropped it on Twitter, so it's there. Um, no, yeah. man. Uh, I I just had. That man, because he's a he's a he's a hometown kid who's gonna always say, "Man, I'm riding with my team, the West, man." So, so we're gonna be at that game. Say it again. We're gonna be at that game. 
Um, when is the when is it? Like, if it's, I mean, I don't mind going up to the game. Um, you gotta check the date on it. Find the date. Okay. Anything? Anything else, Rich? I just want to say, um, you know, when the season starts, we'll have uh, NFTs that'll be coming out as um, yep. once again. So, uh, definitely value. look out for that. Exactly, exactly. So, so, um, so we got we got stuff in the works for the season, and um, you know, we we look forward to continue to, continuing to grow the community. All right, man. I appreciate both of y'all, man. I said we're going to be on here long, so we're going to get up out of here, man. Appreciate y'all, all right? All right, peace. Yo. All right, man. 786-459-499. You want to get down with IOD squad. Send me a text and I'll send you the link. Uh, just click the link. It's right there in the top of the comment section. It stays up there, man. Hit the like. If you're watching, man, hit the like button for us. Share for us. Um, I'm D, man. Don't put off tomorrow something you could do today. The rest of your life could be seconds away. I'm D and I'm out of here. DJ just been to all the fans. Got Kenny Cordes, Frank Ward, NFL said I'm rushing with him. How excited are you to just carry that? Just forget Duke Johnson, huh? X, you just said screw Duke Johnson. No, those guys set the standard, uh, uh, the culture in Miami, Miami running back. So I'm just trying to follow their footsteps and, and feel what they left off. Right. I, didn't, I didn't want to speak to you. I just was saying. I mean, we're here with you. What's going on? What did you say? I mean, I went, I went with, the, with, the, with the running backs who actually, I mean, who actually won the big games. You know, um, not taking nothing from Duke. We just didn't win with it. We, we let, we felt. Huh? We felt Duke, but I'm just saying, um, the names that I called out, those guys won some big games. We got a young rooster right here, man. What look different about rooster? Rooster cut his hair or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he looked like he went. Oh, oh, but... Here we go. We're going so hard day in and day out. We're working so hard, killing high intensity every day. So I'm just ready to get on the field with my brothers and just keep taking it day by day on this field. Competition is like one bedroom, so I'm just proud of you. I mean, we just take it day by day. We just we know we got a, a great we got a great running back room. We got I love I love them boys. So we just come out here and compete every day to a high level. Um, we get each other better. Um, and we help each other out. So we working together. It ain't no we working together. So we getting each other better day in and day out. Okay, one second, Rich. Yeah. Did hearing Paris SEC come and surprise you? Nah, it, it didn't surprise me at all. Um, nah. I, let's put it this way. I mean, you know how kids are from, from Miami, though. They, they kind of, like, line that shit up and let's play. Right. So you would expect that, but, you know, it, he knows the grind that he had to put in over there to get on the field. So you, you got to respect it. He once said our running back look like Bama Corners. <laughs> he must ain't seen that. He must ain't seen Cheney. He must ain't seen Citizen. What, what was what was that, X? I got that. I did that. Um, you you had you you was over. Uh, I forget who you had. You might have been with Tariq Stevenson or something. But I had when and got that. Oh, 
Oh, thank, thank God, thank God. I, I didn't know. Cause come on, Rooster. This Rooster was interesting. I don't know if we got the whole thing. The members, members, y'all have access to all the videos. I'm just gonna let y'all have way, way with the videos. Cause last time I did this, the video just sat on the drive and never did anything with them ever. You know what I'm saying? So the members, y'all get access to all the videos and all our interviews and things of that nature. Um, uh, we, but we're gonna run through a couple of them right here, uh, a couple pieces of some of them right here. So this is, this is. This is Rooster, 195 pounds X. How tall is he? 190. He said it was 190. 190. How tall is he? 5'10". How you feel about that X? Um, I, you see, when I asked him, like, um, you know, what 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 does he what does he consider himself? Do he does he consider himself a scat back or uh, you know all around back? He said he just a running back. So just a, just a running back, right? Yeah. That what he said. Yeah. Luke's got red hair, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, somebody in the chat said, somebody in the chat said, um, running back and cornerback in, in DB are the same body type. I don't know about that. Running back, cornerback, and DB. Uh-huh. <laughs> They said running, running backs be bigger than DBs, don't they? Yeah, maybe not height wise, but typically uh, they they're usually bigger. Oh, this, okay. So running back and running backs are bigger than cornerbacks normally. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think so. Think so. Listen, man, if you like and hit, hit, if you watch and hit the like, if you watch and hit the like button for us, bro. If you watch and hit the like button for us, uh, we'll totally appreciate that. Hit subscribe. And if you're looking to join, the join button is right there by subscribe. That's where the join button is. So if you're watching, man, hit the like button for us or, or, or look in the description. The join button is also in the description. Uh, let me see how many likes we got in here. Man, Studio, studio one, one Live, um, he say Sean Taylor played running back. Look, I, I, I played against Sean Taylor in high school, man. And he, um, he beat us actually to go to state. And I was upset. But I didn't, you know, I didn't, that was my first time. Um, Knowing who Sean Taylor was, and I was like, "Man, we finna play Gulliver. We supposed to blow them out by a hundred points." And you didn't really know. You didn't really know who he was. I didn't, you know, because I, I, you know, I was at public school, so you know, public schools didn't really play private schools back then too much. So when I when I leave Northern and go to Pace, um, you know, like all season they keep saying, "Oh yeah, man, you know, Gulliver got this player." He he, all this and this and that. I'm like, nah, he, he can't be that good because he go to he go to Gulliver. Like I ain't never heard of Gulliver. <laughs> oh. And look, once we did the coin toss, I knew from that moment that guy was serious. I like, oh, this this man though. We we flipped the coin, and he had smile. He blink. He did nothing. He just looked like I'm finna kill these niggas. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> what he did. Man, he, he beat us. He scored. I think he scored every touchdown for them. Um, they beat us by I think three, two or three points, something like that. We should have won the game, but you know the man was good, man. I, I remember I dropped back and I was getting ready to pass the ball, and I seen him. He was on the left side of the field, so I'm like, yeah, I got, I got it. This finna, this finna be a touchdown. I throw it to the right side, and that man ran all the way and slapped the ball, and I was like. Yeah, because we, we finna lose, man. <laughs> man, doing stuff you, put, you only supposed to do on the, in, in, in PlayStation, man. So, 
All right, here go Rufus. Yeah, what? Yeah, I just, yeah, you, I just, you had a question? No, I was, was going to say, one thing we got to keep in mind is everybody got different body types. Like, your running backs is usually um, guys who are probably – they're usually going to be the the weight room warriors, but at the same time, they can go out on the field. Uh, what's what's that kid named Richard Young? Right, he yeah. probably is is pound for pound the strongest guy in you know in his locker room. But at the same time, you you, you get him on the track, he's gonna beat you there too. That's ideally what you want at running back. Um, at, at DB, you really you you want a lanky kid. A guy who could, who got a, a really long wingspan, typically, because because of what you got to do there. But you do have, um, you know, guys who are just good at certain positions. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, not a typical running back, but you know, it's what else are you gonna make him play? DN? He's probably not. Uh, he probably wasn't a good DN. That's why they got him at running back. So, All right, what it is. Um, it's, it's, it first starts from here. It start, first start in this in this facility. So that's that's my main goal to just getting bigger and stronger, which I which I'm doing, and just attacking day by day on this field. What's your weight? One hundred and ninety pounds. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, that's my that's my goal. That's my goal weight to get at, and that's my goal weight. So I just getting playing at that weight, just practicing with it, getting stronger at it, faster with it. Yes, sir. Your coach is Kevin Smith, running back. Right. He brags about his 2,000 yards. Uh, what's your seat? Uh, coach, coach show us his film. He's starting me and all like that. Coach going to show us his film. <laughs> <laughs> he said he won't show that film. He won't show the film, X. What he said? You muted. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. What he said? What he had said? He said, when you said about Kevin Smith, he said, Coach won't show us his film. No, he said he shows him the film. Let me see. What's his film? He's starting me and all like that. Coach will show us. Right. He brags about his 2,000 yards. Oh, Coach, Coach show us his film. He's starting me and all like that. Coach will show us his film. Coach show us the film, but he was fired though. He was, he was a great running back. Yeah, so he teaches us a lot. He's a great, great coach. Um, teach us, show us things that we didn't even know. And, and it was shocking, but it's, it's great though. He's a great guy. I love to have him. That was great. I want to stay, stay at home. Just put on for the city. Um, how, let, let all my family come to the games and we put on the show. Um, come to the crib. Y'all know it is crib. Crib talk. I'm coming. He said it, dog. Crib talk. Yes, sir. Crib talk. How do you prepare you to be a Miami Hurricane? Run that back. Run that back. Y'all know it is crib. Crib talk. I'm coming. Come to the crib. Y'all know it is crib. Crib talk. I'm coming. We got to blow that up, X. We got to blow that up. We got to put that out there, X. He, he knew exactly what he was saying. Listen, X called me out there. X time I stick. You got the rooster shirt on. I'm like, oh, shit. We got the rooster shirt on. We ain't gave him no NIL money. X was. <laughs> we were like, hey, we were like, man, we wanted to try to get something to your family, man. Nah, y'all ain't never gave nothing to my family. <laughs> That was funny, though. We got to get Rooster some Rooster shirts, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get some more made from my I mean, we, we, nah, we, we got to get him some now. You know, call me out in front of the man. Yeah, yeah. got to get him some now. <laughs> we got to get him some now. 
I always black that orange and green since I was two. So my question was being a Fort Lauderdale Hurricane, how do you think it prepared you to be a Miami? I always black orange and green. I was the first game I played for a Fort Lauderdale Hurricane. I should have stopped them and been like, well, why you was committed to FSU? <laughs> and and <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> no, nah, it's just prepare you to be a Miami Hurricane? I always black that orange and green since I was since 2008. I always black orange and green. I was the first game I played for a Fort Lauderdale Hurricane. So carrying on to the Miami Hurricanes is a big thing, big accomplishment. It's a great goal, great goal to achieve. So talk to me, talk to me, Rich, man. What, what you get out of Rooster? Rooster, 190 pounds. He been here, what, three years, four years? Yeah, the thing that I, I get with him is in what he said about his goal weight. He like, I'm 190. I'm going to get big, try to get bigger and faster like this. I don't necessarily think that he, he really wants to gain um, a whole bunch of weight. Maybe he, mm-hmm. he'll play at 200 pounds. Um but but and I, and I don't blame him because once again, like I said, you, you kind of look at his bone structure. He may not be a guy who could really be effective at 210, 215 pounds. So right. he's straight. He's straight. You think he's fine? Yeah, I think he's fine. He, you know, you got to use what God gave you. You, you feel yeah. me? And if you can get to right. the league and be there for six or seven years, then so be it. But when I talked to Lonzo, Lonzo said, listen, um, like, you don't see any backs. You don't see – Lonzo, like, you see any 190-pound backs in the NFL? What you say to that, X? Um, I mean, I think – I don't know if he uh, – look, watch uh, – um, Thad – well, I, I know he's seen Thad. I don't know if he watched uh, Don Chaney and then Citizen. No, no. What Lonzo said was, you don't see any hundred ninety pound backs in the NFL. So basically, oh, so, so, so if Rooster's saying, if, if Rooster's saying, if Rooster's saying he's good at his weight, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and and Rich saying, well, that's what he want to do. That's what he want to do. Uh, what what are we saying here? Yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, you got your scat backs. Most most running backs who going to the NFL, I'm not gonna say they scat backs, but they're mostly. Bats that can you be used out of the backfield, um, and then you got your big backs who they only use for short yardage, you know. So, um, and that's the thing about the NFL now; they, they use it more than one running back um, on team. So, yeah, um, yeah, the one ninety, you know, it, it, it helps the offense because now you have a running back who could, um, who's probably being covered by a linebacker, and the running back is most likely faster. So that's why you see a lot of running backs catching almost like 80 passes a season now because they did catch my linebacker. You know, it's kind of hard for a linebacker to run out in space and cover a guy that runs like a 4-3 or 4-4. You yeah. know? If this was 20 years ago, he they would have probably moved him to receiver already. But yeah, nowadays, I mean, you saw those wheel – the, the wheel routes that he ran this past some of his most explosive plays came from passes out of the backfield. So I think I think him and Parrish is going to live there, um, especially if we need to um, need some safety valves when it comes to maybe receivers not you know being able to create separation. So I'm I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Just another weapon to, that you have in, inside of your uh, 
inside your treasure chest. Yeah, it makes it, make, it makes it a lot easier for the officer coordinator if you, when you have a weapon like Paris, um, Paris and Knighton um, in the backfield. And, and you know, I still think maybe they you know could kick Rashad Smith in there a couple of times when they want to do something out the backfield. You know, these comment sections going crazy. Um, Y'all hit the like button for us. We'll hit the like button for us. These comment sections going crazy. Somebody said Walter Payton was 200 pounds. Man, Walter Mm, Payton, that was 1936. (laughs) The linebackers was 200, (laughs) was 205 pounds. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's true. That new book, that's going back too far. Brandon Took say Chris Johnson was 195 pounds. Yeah, Duke was one seventy five. Duke wasn't one seventy five coming out of college, was he? Nah, he was he was two oh six. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't that small. I mean, that's small coming out of college. Right, 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 right. You want to say exactly? Most of the running backs are twenty one up. Cost Kane, shout out for the ten dollars for Cost Kane. He said this this for you. This for our new crib talk shirt. We got one. We got one. We, we got we got we got to get one coming, man. Hey, we man, set it off, dog. So um. You know, um, uh, you say we ain't gonna be too long, but uh, my my whole take about today, uh, media day, um, the word that stuck out the most, and that's what everybody was saying, was competition. Um, you know, they ready, they ready to compete against each other. They ready to push each other. Um, it kind of, it kind of almost seemed like that word was was non-existent the last previous years because I don't think we ever heard that word like that. Competition. Yeah. Hmm. You heard a lot of them saying that today. Oh, everybody today said it. Everybody, everybody I talked to, and um, people who was like, "Oh man, that's all I keep hearing them talk about is competition." You got a yeah. smile. Mr. Keontre Smith. How much Keontre Smith say you gonna put on 25 pounds? How much you weigh, X? Yeah, what, 230. That boy say 230. He ready to play linebacker. That's where I come from when we told him the story about uh, when Unico Jones was at, we talked about him. Yeah. Here we go, man. Big game James, man. Let's talk to Big Game James. What you did in high school, just focus on playing ball and getting better every day. No, I think it was a good night. Good night. So you're not on the but did that motivate you? I mean, did, did you think about that? That you weren't mad at first, but I mean, just it's kind of crazy you're on the. I'm focused on. I'm focused on getting better every day. I mean, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm stressing. That's all I want to do every day. How good can you be? You look at yourself as one of the best. How good could you be? I look at myself like that. I look at myself as. Dog that want to play football, that's ready to play football. I want to eat with his teammates. That's how I look at myself. Miami Dallas Cowboys, Chiefs, you you grew up right here in Miami, man. Talk, talk to the kids a little bit, man. To go from youth and high school, and now you're at UM. You guys are going to compete eventually um, in that segment. Talk to the kids and, and, t- and just just tell them how you did it and, and, and how focused they have to be to make it to where you are now. Hard times don't last forever. That's what I have to tell you to them. Stay focused. You want to get where you want to go. It's all a mindset. It's not. It may get hard, but life hard. That's that's what you're here for. Ain't nothing easy in life. Just stay focused. Grind. Stay dedicated to what you got to do. And go get that back. 
That bag. What do you say? Go get that bag, big, big time, big James. Then we got Frank Lassen. Yeah, I just want to say, I want to say, uh, talk to me, talk James, to me. James, James always looks serious in his interviews. <laughs> he real focused this year. Listen, he he had that look since spring. Listen, man, that you know what that tells me? That tells me that James has, has figured it out. He's figured out his place, he's figured out the defense. He knows he's going to be really comfortable on that field. Um, I wanted to ask him two things. I wanted to ask him about being stuck in the corner in North Carolina when the boy was trying him. You know what I'm saying? I was going to ask him about that. And I wanted to ask him, is he going to be able to roam the way he was able to roam in, in high school? Because I can tell that he's comfortable now. He under, he understands what's going on. He understands where he is. You know what I'm saying? What what Avante Williams said, uh, be where my feet is. What he said, X, Avante said, be where my feet is. That's what, that's what Coach taught him. Be with my feet is. My feet is, yeah. James ready though. James ready, and, and and he's going to be the leader of the defense, and he's going to spearhead this thing. So we got Frank Lassen right here, man. Trace, at what point at Clemson, man, you 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 started thinking, man, hey, listen, man, I may I may have to try to go on back home. Hey, I may have to try to go back home. I've been here three years. I may have to do something different. But he finna, he finna put us on game right here. Um, you know, honestly, it was just, you know, I had graduated. I graduated early. I don't know. I don't know if a whole lot of people know that, but you know, I graduated in three years. So you know, I had graduated early, and you know, that was just a decision. You know, me and my uh, people we talked about uh, for a while, and it was just we felt like it was best for me. To come on. So listen to me. So he's saying he graduated early, right? 